Five Pancreation Philosophy Episode One Hundred Six. I'm your host Pocholo Cruz. Welcome to the show. So, before we start, I want to give a shout out to the people that support me on Patreon. That's Patreon.com. P A T R E O N. You can find me at Pancreation Philosophy. That's Pancreation spelled P A N K R A T I O N. So you can find me at Patreon.com/Pancreation. So let's give a shout out to people that have donated. We got Aaron Heron, let's see, Hayden Hurley, Jake Landry, Jay White, Ann Kong, and Tom Kravitz. All right. Thank you guys. Thank you for donating. And uh, shout out to my homie Floating Forest and giving me the intro music. And yeah, that's cool. All right. So enough of those shout outs. Let's talk about my guest today. Very funny guy, Dane Drumhiller. What's up, dude? Not much, man. Thanks for coming by. Hell yeah, dude. I'm super, I was super psyched <laughs> super to come psyched. out and do this. Well, good to have you on. Yeah, man. How's the... How you been? Dude, good. Good, <laughs> good. Really good. Ever since... uh, just been super busy with yeah. stand-up. Like, all the stuff that we're doing right now is getting yeah. crazy. I know you guys are doing... Well, I guess we can talk about that. Talk about... I mean, you guys... So, you guys had the class of 2019 yep. show, right? And then the week before that, you had the roast mm-hmm, battle. Mm-hmm. So I guess, how about, so what, I guess what, what gave you the, how, how this get started or how that get rolling in terms of that? It was, yeah. it was kind of funny. It's just kind of, <clears throat> it kind of came out of nowhere because we just started linking up like me and the other guys, like me and Phil and Chase mm-hmm. and Nick and Pori. We all, we all just like ended up seeing each other at the same mics and like yeah. we realized we all started around the same time. Yeah. So we just all kind of clicked and like eventually like everyone we all wanted more stage time, so we we're just yeah. like, let's do something. <laughs> let's make something. Yeah. But there's so many mics in the city, and like, there's so many mics in the area that we were just like, we don't want to do another mic. Yeah. And we all love like the grittiness and mm-hmm. the fun of roasting. Yes. So we were just like, Seattle doesn't have a ro- a good roast right now. Like, okay. So we were just like, let's get a roast started. So we started from there, and uh, it's been. Really interesting to work with like a, that many different producers on a show. Yeah. But um, I like our first two shows have gone so so well, and I'm so psyched about it, dude. It's been, it's been truly a dream come true with these shows. Like I'm really hoping like the clock doesn't strike midnight, and then like <laughs> nobody comes out to the rest of them. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was such a. I remember what, <coughs> I, yeah, because I was there for the first one or for the first yeah. roast, and that was yeah, that was that, that was a huge crowd, or that was a a large turnout for sure. Yeah, we had no <laughs> idea that many people were gonna <laughs> show up. We were yeah. blown away. Yeah. I missed the week next. So how was like how was that turnout? Was Dude, it, it was it looked almost, like a lot of people. It was as almost well. the exact <laughs> yeah. same yeah. group. Like yeah, there's standing room only in yeah. this in this because we run it in that little ass yeah. tiny the, dive bar that yeah. we go to like Flying Boots and Ravenna. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and uh, it's crazy to see like mm-hmm. that room full of people. Like oh yeah, it's got it's to the point where if we keep getting that kind of draw, we're gonna talk about rearranging the seating and stuff like that so we can mm-hmm. fit more people and seat more people there. Mm-hmm. But we like we picked that venue because we didn't think that nearly that many people, <laughs> that would, many show people up. would show up. We're just like, here, we'll pick a venue where it'll seem packed out, even if we only have twenty people. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it turned out really well. Mission accomplished in that case. Yeah, oh, for yeah. sure, man. So I guess uh, step before that, like, what uh, what influenced you to like start doing stand up? Dude, it's one of those things where it's like. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I was like, I've always been like, 
I've always aimed to be the funniest person in my group. Rarely do I ever succeed. It's funny. Okay. I talk to a lot of comedians and you hear them say like, yeah. Even though like they're really funny, there's always somebody they know who's way funnier than yeah. them. Yeah. But like for me, it's just I always I always liked goofing off. I always love making people laugh. It's like mm-hmm. my number one thing like bringing joy through laughter is like mm-hmm. so like it's like a drug for me. So when mm-hmm. people laugh at my shit, it's like the best feeling I can get. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know, like personally, I'm I'm 26 and I've worked yeah. 16 different jobs in my life. Okay. So it's like so quite a few. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I've never like clicked in any of these jobs or like yeah. found something that I really loved or wanted to do mm-hmm. desperately and like I've always like gone after stuff like with fervor, but it's never like panned out just because I lose interest and stand up is like the first thing that I've never done something with this mm-hmm. much drive for this yeah. long yeah. and been this passionate about it after mm-hmm. like nine or 10 months. You know what I mean? I'm, yeah. I'm always, I usually always, I'm like, I get tired of it and then I yeah. move on to the next thing. Got it. But with stand up, it's like pushing myself hard on it and like keep going and like to, um, to continue to raise the bar for myself isn't nece- it doesn't seem like work it just doesn't it feels like just exactly what I want to be doing so okay that's what's kept me going with it so far and you know like some of my first influences like when I was so young I realized at once I started doing stand up I realized how young I was introduced to stand up it's kind of crazy like okay my um my like basically my godmother introduced me to Eddie Murphy like oh, yeah. when I was like Six or seven, six, yeah. like that. Um, off of Delirious, that uh, oh shit, that um, <laughs> yeah, standard six-year-old material. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, huh. I was, I was like six, listening to the um, to the 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 homosexual bit at the beginning of Delirious, like <laughs> yeah. that whole ten minutes. Yeah, where he talks about Mr. T if he was gay. Yeah, like dude, that's burned into my brain. Like yeah. I listen to that twenty years later, and I'm like, <laughs> I can recite the whole bit. Like it's crazy. <laughs> That and then like um, Adam Sandler, he okay. put out like some really early like sketch and song albums yeah. that I really loved. Like during his uh, SNL days, yeah. like he did like Tollbooth Willie, and that's one of my favorite skits of all time. I don't know why, mm-hmm. it's just so fucking funny, dude. <laughs> like, oh man, and that's I realize now that like mm-hmm. I've been heavily influenced by comedians my yeah. entire life. Yeah. It's crazy. Hmm. I never really thought of it before. Yeah, until you started yeah. doing more of it. And for the yeah. longest time, like, I, I thought to myself, like, oh, it'd be cool to be a comic, but, like, normal people can't just be comics. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was, yeah. it was never, like, an attainable feat for me that mm-hmm. I saw. Yeah. And um, I was just like, I'm funny, but I'm not, like, that funny. I'm not yeah. that guy funny. Okay. Um, And then it was crazy. Like, I came back from L.A., and because uh, I had stayed in LA for like a year and a okay. couple months, yeah. And Pori, Prom, yeah. my friend Pori yeah. Prom. Oh yeah. So, so how, how do you guys how do you guys know each other? We've been friends since like the seventh, sixth grade. Oh damn. Yeah. yeah still friends. Me huh? and Pori have known yeah. each other for a very long time. I think I saw you guys did a podcast or. Yeah, a podcast yeah. We do like, one yeah. on and off. On like, and off. Whenever I, I we can like, find I was time like to do it. Seven. I was like, oh, interesting. Whenever we can find time to do it, we'll try to plug an episode. Yeah. But he had started doing it like a couple years earlier and yeah. he stopped. Yeah. And he was just trying to get people to go do it yeah, with him. Yeah, so it encourages he was like, Come them. on. Yeah, and I was that like, group effort. I was like, yeah. fuck it, Pori. 
if you can get I'm, your... I'm buying Pori here. <laughs> you know? No, and he just left me on red. I was like, That's cool. so I'll, funny. Because I, I, I knew you guys did a podcast together too. Yeah. I was like, hey, God dang, come So this is your call out, Pori. Yeah. Come on Yeah, absolutely, Pori. Yeah. You have to come out here and do this. Yeah. No, um, <laughs> it's so funny, man. He just... Like... I've invited him to go to another my other friend's podcast a couple times. And yeah. He's just like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, let's he's, see. He's, like, what was that? He goes like, I don't know. I'm not feeling speechful. Yeah. Something, something. And like the thing is, yeah. like I totally get it. Being have, The fact that I know Pori for this long is yeah. like, I know Pori in this setting would probably be quiet for most of it. So like, yeah. I get why he isn't inclined to, but I love hearing Pori talk, especially about stand-up and especially about comedy. Yeah. So like, when I can get it from him, I yeah. love it. So, sure. I, so I try to egg him on. Yeah, <laughs> poor you have yeah. to come on. It's a it's a requirement now. Yeah, yeah. He just convinced me to come out and start doing it, and okay. it was so funny how he convinced me how to do it. <laughs> like what 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 did he say? He was like he he's like, dude. Okay, so this is how it works. You go to an open mic and you watch an open mic. And then you see how bad people are at the open mic, and you say, "Fuck, I could do I that." I could do that shit. I could do yeah. that, like, because yeah. you watch specials, and you're like, "I could never do yeah. what they're doing." Yeah. But if you go to an open mic, you can see that you can at Gotta least write jokes yeah. that good. Yeah. Like, yeah. So I did, and he was totally right. I was like, "I can write jokes better yeah. than some of these people," so okay. I did, and I am, and that's how I got started. It was nice. fucking crazy. Was there any? Um, so your first open mic, were you just watching, or? The first time I went was yeah. to uh, the Comedy Underground. Comedy so Underground. yeah, I okay. just I just watched. watched. And I guess like did that because had you had seen had you seen an open mic beforehand or no? No, I had only seen yeah. like booked shows. Booked like, shows, yeah. yeah. So it's a different. I mean, for people that so different. Yeah, it's it's way it's you're pretty much seeing yeah, especially if you just some much people are used to just seeing specials. Yeah. And, you know, nice finished products. Yeah. When like and an open mic is very far away from so that. So far. It's, yeah. That's not even cutting room floor. That's it's like not, a whole different <laughs> yeah. thing. It's like yes. a whole different thing. It's yeah. Crazy. You're like oh how did that get into that? But, yeah. Okay. So any any thing particular other than you know oh wow this is kind of different like honestly yeah. I I saw it and I was like I can do it and then it yeah. was a matter of just like like making myself go yeah so I right. found yeah. a mic that took signups on Facebook and yeah. I was just like I did I, it yeah without, so, like, I, so I can do it yeah. I just signed up and yeah. like my name was on the list and I was like now I have, I to, have go. to go my name's on yeah but it was crazy because like my first set was at uh, Bob's Comedy Jive in Tacoma, Tacoma? Yeah. yeah and they did four minutes and yeah. like so my first set was four <laughs> minutes and I was yeah. just like okay here's some stuff no. So, it, but it's funny because because I had four minutes to start. Like, I've always written really heavy. I've written. Mm-hmm. I've been able to crank out material so far. And like, mm-hmm. some people ask me. Like, some people are like, "How are you cranking out material at this rate?" And I yeah. just feel like sometimes it comes to me in spurts. Like, spurt, yeah. one week I'll write like five or six jokes that mm-hmm. actually make it out and mm-hmm. like are. I'm able to work out into good jokes. Some weeks it's just like, I can't write anything mm-hmm. about anything to save my life. It's mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah. So I just write what I can when it happens. Like, as soon as I can, yeah. I'll write it down. You, but it just comes up. Yeah. Are there any like, particular, like, I don't know, some consistent moments or some moments that are things that you do that inspire you or things that uh, do you see any, like, you know, commonalities between things that inspire you in terms of jokes. 
Um, I mean, I'm just really. Uh, I mean, I I consider myself the lowest of the low what? in 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 comedy <laughs> writing styles. Comedy like, writing style, I yeah. always see people who like write really incredibly smart jokes, and like yeah. the things that inspire me are just yeah. like stuff that happens to my asshole yeah. and things like that. Yeah, like, yeah. I I, well, write, yeah, I see your social media. So yeah, I exactly. Guess that's how your mind works. I yeah. I just write gross shit. That, yeah. Because that's what makes me laugh. I like yeah. the net like gross bullshit like. Yeah fart joke like that i think like personally like i never want to stop being able to laugh at that kind of stuff because yeah. i do i hate when like yeah. people hear a joke like that and they're like oh um yeah. that's a little childish it's like yeah. go to go right. to hell man like, yeah dan you're just speaking your truth how dare they try to silence exactly you, right? man why, why would they do that why would they say exactly that? Yeah. man i don't know i just so like i aim to write the funniest smartest yeah. poop joke that i possibly can okay well, I think that, I mean, that's just how, you know, writing or art works. It's just mm-hmm. an extension of yourself. If, exactly. it was, if it was something, if you tr- did something that you thought was smart or tried to be something different, yeah. then that's not an actual representation of you. Exactly. You know? So That's why Pori writes a lot of suicide stuff. I mean, it, may, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. He seems to be a guy and a guy that takes a lot of mental health days, <laughs> you know? Pori to me, I remember the first time I met Pori, he seemed like, oh man, you're like a Asian Michael Sarah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, you know what I mean. That was my first. Yes. That was like my first impression of Pori, and it's really not not much else has changed. Oh my if anything, god! It's all it's all confirmed that. Yes, yeah, absolutely. It's like I, I can just see Pori right now going. I I can imagine listening to this right now. Like I can't believe they're doing this to me. <laughs> like, I'm not even there. It's so yeah. funny, man. It's man. so funny because. Corey is so reserved, but like I've I've gotten to see him when he, when he's like really cutting loose. Like yeah. like we went to Cabo last year together, oh, nice. and like we threw down in Cabo yeah. and we were drinking and partying yeah. and stuff like that. So it's really fun to yeah. like see how reserved Corey is and then get to see him cut loose. Yeah, and like you do get to see that on stage when he's having like a really good set. I just see him light up, and it's so fun. Yeah, for sure, it's like that rubber band effect. You know? Exactly, it's like, almost like the lower exactly amplitude, the higher you can get, mm-hmm. like from there. But yeah, and that, yeah, it's just being, yeah, it's like joke writing really has to come, well, one, it's you doing it, so it's yeah. got to be something that you that you can connect with Yeah. in terms of that. Uh, I guess, like, when you started, you know, coming up with your own jokes, do you, like, do you now look at other stand-up and see it in a different light in terms of, like, material? Sometimes. Like, yeah. I mean, a lot of... A lot of the revelation I've made lately mm-hmm. has come from just like listening to comedians talk about their writing process. Okay. Like, oh man, like Tony Hinchcliffe did a whole like 30 minutes um, that I listened to the other day on Tom Rhodes' podcast. Okay. And he was just talking about how he writes and like how he learned how to write. And it really blew my mind. Like, he read um, this book that I've since found a lot of people have read. Mm-hmm. And it's. Um, it's a uh, Stephen King on writing. Stephen King on writing. Yeah, okay. and um, well, he's written a lot of shit. So yeah, and this whole book is just Stephen King talking about his writing process. Okay, and it's it's really cool to watch how comedians. He's have mildly that. successful at his writing. Yeah, Stephen mildly. King. I mean, he's yeah. pretty good. Um, but it's so cool to see that that can relate to that that can like play into like how a comedian writes and like I really want to get to a point where I'm making a bigger point of just like. Sitting down and forcing myself forcing to write jokes. Because yeah. right now it's just like, like I just wrote a joke about peppermint soap, and it literally came because mm-hmm. I took a shower and used peppermint soap. Peppermint like that's soap. it doesn't for me. Yeah. My writing doesn't happen unless it's happening. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like so, 
jokes come to me because yeah. they're happening. It's kind of like spontaneous kind of thing. Yeah. It's not like a plan. Like, all right, time to write. Exactly. But I'd okay. love to be in a, be okay. more, like, be more, um, um, disciplined yeah. with my writing and be able to, like, sit down and be like, all right, yeah. the two jokes that I'm going to use tonight yeah. are going to come out of this. So was that what Hinchcliffe was talking about? Was he talking about his, how he has, does he, like, set times or does he have, like, a schedule for writing? He, yeah. he just talks about being deliberate with his actions. Deliberate. And, okay. like, because... Tony, while he is a stand-up and he does like his podcast, Kill Tony, yeah. he's also like a a, a comedy writer. So yeah. he writes for like the roasts and okay. stuff like that. Yeah. Um. So he has to be good at just like writing. Yeah. He can't. He can't just like let it come to him. Sometimes like he he'll have a deadline. So yeah. he writes for shows and yeah. for the roast and stuff like that. So he has to be good at just sitting down and making a joke come out. Yeah. And like that's what I want to get better at because yeah. I feel like. At the, in the way that I write right now, if I can get better at put at making myself write a joke, yeah, I will be able to crank out so much more material. Yeah, be more deliberate. Yeah, in exactly. your Process in that case. Because in the last yeah. nine months, I've written fifteen minutes of material. Yeah, probably twenty. Yeah. Um, but right now I'm using fifteen minutes of it. Yeah. Um, and in the next year, in the next twelve months, I'd like to write another hour. Okay. I'd like to write an hour in my first full year of comedy. Yeah. So. And like, because that's the, the way that I see professional comics writing. They're like, they're on tour and they're writing their next hour. So they're doing their hour and writing their next. Got it. And then next year they do their next hour and write their next. Mm -hmm. So like that, I want to get into that early. I want to have at least, I know I'm not going to be writing jokes that are on par with that level of joke, but I want to be writing at that level. Got it. That way when I am able to write jokes as funny as that, I'll already Mm -hmm. be on pace. Got it. I I feel like comedy as a whole Mm -hmm. is not going to slow down. Like before in the 80s going into the 90s, we had like a comedy bubble and then it burst and then like comedy was really low for a little while. Mm -hmm. I feel like with technology and the information age that we're in right now, Mm -hmm. it's not going to burst. It's going to keep growing. Yeah. And I think that can be viewed as good and bad because I feel like it could be viewed as oversaturation a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the way the world works right now and how there's just so much stuff and you just find what you like and you stick to it. And yeah. that's how everyone kind of is able to be successful and everyone's able to have something that they enjoy. Yeah. I feel like that's not going to allow like the comedy bubble to burst. Yeah. So I just want to be on par mm-hmm. with what the comedy world is at right now mm-hmm. that way i'm like ready for when it's my turn yeah i think i think when it comes to that and oh well, i mean i think i think that's a good outlook in terms of like refining your process mm-hmm. it's like because you know sometimes some people it'd be like if you were working out and just go like oh well i'll guess i'll just get better when i you know when, when, yeah and just kind of hoping it happens Whereas you're not, you gotta be more methodical in terms yeah. of, your, of planning stuff out. Yeah. In terms of those, uh, I guess in terms of like how you, how you get there. Mm-hmm. And I think when it comes to like bubble or or whatever, I th- I feel like in this in this in this age, like like you said, there's a lot of I mean, there's a lot of avenues for mm-hmm. people to consume, you know, media. Yeah. Right. If they if people enjoy, I I really think what what happens now is that. Because there is so much out there, people can get dissuaded. But that just means there's so much opportunity out yeah. there because the choice is there. Absolutely, that, right? I mean, yeah. look at this. Okay, so you have a podcast. Yeah, plenty of comics in the Seattle area have podcasts. Yeah, but because of the way information and the way we consume things yeah. nowadays works, you have Patreon followers. Yeah, 
in the 90s or early 2000s, yeah, good luck. it wouldn't yeah. have happened like this. Yeah. But in this world that we live in, you have, like, you are able to have an avenue that people who really enjoy what you do can immediately latch in yeah. and immediately get down to what they want. Exactly. And I feel like that's just, it's going to be more catered um, stuff. So it's like yeah. people are finding exactly what they want. So like, yeah. I like pancreation philosophy. Yeah. So like this is, I found it. Yeah. It's what I want. So this is what I'm, I get. Yeah. Like it, it never used to work like that, but the yeah. world we live in now is perfect for it. So yeah, exactly. Just, and, and I think it's just streaming towards more, yeah. more towards that. And I yeah. think it's really great because it allows artists and people who want to do things like this it allows them to really just do exactly what they love, exactly what they want to do. Yeah. And it's like the people who want that will find it. Yeah. Because it's so much easier. And so it's allowing people to find what they want to listen to or what they want to do or see. And it's allowing artists to do exactly what they want and not have to pander to the um, to the uh, average crowd that's yeah. always coming out or always listening to stuff. You yeah. Know? yeah, exactly. The quote-unquote, you know, general audience or yeah, casual exactly. audience. In terms there of is that. no general yeah. audience yeah. anymore. What is a general like, audience? Exactly. What was it's a general like, audience to begin with? In exactly. It's like, yeah. even like, even like, say, like, look at Netflix. It's like yeah. the biggest streaming service in the world. Yeah. I know people who only use Netflix for documentaries. Yeah. Like, <laughs> only watch documentaries on yeah. Netflix. It's like, I barely watch any documentaries. I watch a lot of scripted shows. Yeah. It's like, that's crazy that, like, yeah. the biggest streaming service in the world, me and one, uh, and another person who are watching the exact same service yeah. are watching completely different things all the time. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just like anything with the internet, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you have all this opportunity, and then people yeah. still will just want, what, go yeah. to five sites, maybe yeah. ten? <laughs> yeah, it's crazy because normally yeah. things like this are considered, they're looked at neither a buyer or a seller's market. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's like that anymore. I think it's a buyer and a seller's market. It's just yeah. more, just like hone in on what you want or what you want to do, and people will find it. Yeah, exactly. I think, mm-hmm. yeah, if you're a creator, you're, I mean, usually with the thing that you're creating, you're creating like a need or something that's satisfying like what for yeah. you. And it's, if you... I feel like if you work hard enough at it, you, other people will, will find what you're doing. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's just how it goes, like, from there. I think the first case of yeah. that that I ever saw was um, this writer named Dan Harmon. He wrote um, the show Community. Yeah. He also wrote, like, the movie Monster House. and uh, he's, Monster House. He's uh, one of the creators of Rick and Morty right yeah. now. Yeah. Um, that was probably the first case of this that I saw that really made me realize what kind of era we're in. Yeah. Because Community, he wrote the first three seasons of Community got fired for the fourth season. Yeah. And then the audience loved him so much that they followed him and, like, promoted him enough to where he got hired back. Yeah. Then the show got dropped, and then it got picked back up because the audience was there. Yeah. Because it was there, because he was doing what he yeah. loved to do, yeah. and the audience recognized that. Mm-hmm. Then he had the podcast, his own podcast, Harmontown, yeah. which was insanely big and I absolutely fell in love with mm-hmm. I was able to go with Pori to LA and watch that podcast live oh nice yeah, yeah. before it ended it just ended a Pori ended. shout out here He's yeah just, dude well yeah. I mean Pori's like yeah. in 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 like 30 years if I'm ever recognized for anything I mean Pori's yeah. always gonna be the first name that comes out of my mouth it's oh, just nice. It's just a matter of like... Hopefully I, he'll be around then. Yeah. yeah giving all these jokes. <laughs> I hope it's not a yeah. remembrance <laughs> yeah, situation. In, in <laughs> <laughs> just Don't worry. We just got to find... We just got to find a photo of him looking at a doorway staring yeah, longingly. <laughs> just like, <laughs> oh, I got to have enough of those in stock just in case. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh. But yeah, man, I, I love the the way that um, people are taking in um, entertainment at this point. And I think, yeah. I think some, I hear comics say like, oh, we're jumping into it at the worst time because it's oversaturated. I totally disagree. <laughs> I feel like it's a perspective thing. Yeah. Because you, know? you can look at it like that. If I mean, I think people see what they want to see. Mm-hmm. And more so, I mean, more ways than one. People yeah. will see what they want to see. So if you, I feel like if you don't believe in yourself that strongly and you think that that's, then you are true yeah. in, in what you're saying. Like, well, then, yeah, no one's going to, you're not interested in yourself that much. So yeah. So why, why would you? Like, making yeah. excuses gives you a reason to leave. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Exactly, that yeah. yeah. See, like, I'm just looking at it like, I'm just going to, the beauty of it is I listen to enough comics talk about their careers and, like, the way that the comedy career works. Yeah. That I came into this, like, I started on my first open mic, I knew I was either going to do this once or I was going to do it for the next 20 to 30 years yeah, of my life keep doing before it, yeah. I got before I got any kind of recognition for it because yeah. that's what every comic says it's like it took them 20 years to get the kind of recognition that they're getting right now yeah. so I'm completely okay with yeah. not getting anything good for yeah. 20 years for sure I'm happy with it let's go I think it's definitely and I think that that's the thing with what well, was really any craft or anything mm-hmm. that someone get it's like there's really no overnight success like no. the overnight success is such a it's such a fairy tale yeah if anything like if anything what happens is that you get really really good at something and then eventually mm-hmm. maybe it pans out yeah you know like from there and that could be looked at as like very you know disappointing or very mm-hmm. discouraging or you can look at it as like hey that's the way it goes so why won't you enjoy the process yeah for, for what it is in terms of I'm kind of like this I'm looking at it the same way it's like I feel like so well especially in you know in today's society it's so like results based right it's so like oh man like what are you doing like what what's what's the output what's the output like from here no one really no one's really thinking about oh man what are you building in, yeah in, ter- in terms of that right yeah ter- especially in cre- creative wise they want quick right? results exactly it's like yeah. now 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 I know that's why pyramid schemes or MLMs <laughs> are so prominent right yeah. oh huge I got yeah. I've, I've been in a pyramid scheme before what's Every, good I feel like yeah I feel like it's uh I, I know, most people have it's yeah. like it's hard to not yeah like, definitely not, not get cut up in one but yeah. let's see I also always think it's funny when people like mention somebody that they think got like overnight success yeah it's like there really is not i hope you understand that there's no such thing as that like like people bring up comics that they think got like overnight success it's like it doesn't even it's not even kind of working like that it's like i feel there's nothing really overnight success i feel like especially just looking at or you know just just from just from like any like any business yeah like like what someone just struck gold yeah exactly like, like even then, yeah. Yeah, somebody brought up the name Trevor Wallace to me the other day as okay. an overnight success. As an overnight success. Yeah, you know Trevor, who Trevor Wallace is? Yeah, no, Trevor Wallace. Yeah. So, I, like, have really enjoyed everything Trevor Wallace oh, for has sure. done. I think he's so Kyle. fucking funny. <laughs> yeah, I think he's, bro. like, all the Churdly yeah. stuff is so funny. Yeah. But I think, I don't think people understand that he's been doing stand-up for a while now. Like, yeah. And, he didn't and, start two weeks ago. No, yeah. like, and the Churdley's thing came out of like him doing stand up and finding like joke, like a style of joke that he really likes, and then yeah. finding people who are down to do those videos together, and yeah. like him just being a funny guy and like innovating, yeah, innovating, innovating, yeah. innovating. I remember seeing and him so, on like Complex, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so if you look like. Because when I first saw him, I just saw his videos, and I was yeah. like, oh, he's just a video guy. Yeah. And then I saw his stand-up, I was like, no way, he's yeah. so funny. Like, yeah. his stand-up kills me, bro. Yeah. He, and he goes up at, like, the Laugh Factory and shit in L.A. in the yeah. store. 
So it's like, if you no such thing as overnight success. Yeah. He works his ass off every day. Like, he cranks out a video every week, every other week. That's like, impressive. Well, especially, like, given... You know, well, hey, you ever try to make like a video? Yeah, video? It's yeah, it's fucking it's not, it's hard. It's not easy. Yeah, people, oh, he just messes around, gets a video. I'm like, nah. Especially like making the video yeah. is like so weird because you're getting no feedback as it comes out. Like at least with stand up, I can write a joke, yeah. and keep like tweaking it and do it on stage, and like I get laughs or I don't get laughs. Like I'm yeah. getting the feedback. Yeah, when you're making a video, you just write it. Yeah, and then hope this film it, and then <laughs> put it up, and you're just like, oh, if it works, great. Yeah. If it's dumb i guess i have a bad sense of humor <laughs> yeah exactly that's okay, crazy man. man i guess in terms of entertainment like what um what like non-comedy like do you like to consume in terms of in terms of entertainment <coughs> dude yeah. on a, i'm like a huge tv and movie buff like okay so like as you all, mentioned dan Harmon. yeah like, all man. sorts of tv and movies like i'm a huge sitcom fan like okay. all sorts of sitcoms and me and pori go way back on sitcoms too like we watch a bunch of old stuff. Like I, a couple of years ago, I watched through all of Cheers. Oh damn! Okay. Yeah, I love Cheers. Um, okay. he turned me on to the Dick Van Dyke show. Dick Van Dyke. So good. What? People, yeah. I I think more comics need to watch the Dick Van Dyke show okay. because it's a show about where, a comedy where's that, writer. Where's that available? Is it like? Is um, it like... I think it's on either Netflix or Hulu mm-hmm. right now. Okay, I got both. Um, Check it out. Yeah, yeah, it's a show about a comedy. I, I do writer. like I do like sitcoms. I just before you got here I was like watching The Good Place. Yeah, yeah. I haven't started that yet. I, I've heard it's really good though. I started like last week and I'm on like the third season. Of That's that so year. cool, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. like sitcoms, like I get really involved in characters. Like I really like fall in love with characters and their arcs yeah. and stuff like that. So yeah. it's like when I find like Community is one of my all time yeah. favorite yeah. shows of just like ever because like I really fall in love with those characters and like when the show ends it's really it it takes a toll on me man like like, no I I grew up with these characters I can't deal with shows ending that's why like I started watching Grey's Anatomy the other day because it's like it's 18 (laughs) seasons bro I'm not gonna run out of characters yeah 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 so but yeah that and then like good movies I've always loved like me and my friends do this thing uh, most years we try to get it in every year, but okay. sometimes you know life gets ahead of you. But yeah. we do this thing called uh, Oscar baiting. Oscar baiting. Okay, watch yeah. all the Oscar bait films. We watch all yeah. like the we illegally download all the uh, all the um like hypothetically Oscar- does yeah hypo- <laughs> hypothetically we yeah. illegally download all yeah. these <laughs> yeah. um and we watch all the uh, all the nominees before like for best film and best actor and stuff like that. Okay, just because like these movies the movies are always so good like okay and it's. That has gotten me into like movies that I never thought I would have watched, like okay. The King's Speech and stuff the like King's that. King's Speech, okay. <laughs> but like, I just love yeah. a good movie, so like, I will, I never pass up an opportunity to see a movie that somebody said was decent. Okay. Like, I'll see it. Like, I will. What's the last movie you watched? Um, the last I saw Uncut Gems. Uncut Gems, okay. Yeah. With Adam, well, with Adam Sandler. So how was how was that? So cool, so dude. Cool. Okay. So cool. Like I, I gotta because watch like that. I grew up yeah. with Adam Sandler the same yeah. way everyone else did. Yeah. Just a comedy yeah. actor who's yeah. silly and hilarious. Yeah. And this movie is so fucking dark, bro. It's so crazy. It's great. It's it's Adam in doing something completely different. Like he's still him. He's yeah. still very much him, and he's yeah. in his in his element because he's playing just like this. New York Jew who's like a huge Knicks fan what? shit. It's That's just very like, different from Adam. I know it's <laughs> yeah. such a it's such a far cry from yeah. what he normally does, but no, it, it, yeah. he did such a good job, and it's so gritty, and he's such a bad person in that movie. Like mm-hmm. it, it was just awesome to watch, and I thought it was a really good movie. Um, 
I really want to see 1917. Yeah, I was. I remember. I, yeah, I want to see 1917 as well. It just looks. It looks. It looks real interesting. Yeah, I'm. Sure. I'm like really nerdy about like, like shooting video and shooting okay. film. Like I have my camera and my whole setup too. Okay. So it's like. The I and when I, I was looking into 1917 yeah. and they shot it, you like the videography and all they that shot stuff. it the way yeah. they shot 1917 is so yeah. crazy because they shot it um, linearly. So huh. they shot it from the first scene in the movie to the last oh, scene really? in the movie. That, yeah, isn't that seems pretty? Or it's know, incredibly difficult to yeah. do because weather yeah. changes all the time. And yeah, you have weather you like written in yeah. the scene, so it's like they would have times where they're like running and then it starts to rain so they have to cut and yeah. they have to just like hold place until it stops raining Shit. and then they have to get back into it really quick and film the rest of it oh wow it's so crazy so it took them a lot longer but i think that's so interesting to yeah. see and like i just love how big productions work like that and i think that that theory and doing that is really turning it on its head okay so it's fair i'm really excited to see how it looks it looks gorgeous i mean mm-hmm. everything i've seen of it looks really beautiful so far I'm super psyched to go see that movie. Nice. What's um what what shows have you been watching or shows have you been? Oh watching? gosh, man! Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. there. So there's like shows that I'm constantly watching that okay. I'm constantly rewatching and stuff like that. <laughs> Grey's Anatomy. Like yeah. right now, it's Brooklyn Nine Nine. Oh, Brooklyn Nine Nine, hilarious. I, the the yeah. dude, like Andy Samberg, is cool, just cool, 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 cool. He, that's where I yeah. do the. Yeah. That's cool, where cool, it comes cool, cool, from. Yeah. Just a lot all, of my, all those cold opens are so Yeah, right? a lot. Oh, yeah. dude, the cold opens. If I could get just a smash cut of all the cold I think opens, a smash cut I that. need it's, it. It's great. The cold opens oh, that I I, <laughs> I want to do. Did you move my desk? <laughs> or move my. Yeah, the podium. Yeah. yeah the, He's like, I've got to call Kevin. Yeah. Two inches <laughs> to the <laughs> left. <laughs> dude, that show, yeah. it kills me. And it's like, it's so cool to see. Like, I feel like that is as close to, like, because that, like, there's shows that are just like heavily in jokes, and then there's shows that are like heavily in story. Yeah. And sometimes, like, the heavy joke shows have like a pretty good story. Yeah. And like the heavy story shows have pretty good jokes. That's the closest I've seen to those two worlds coming together. Yeah. Like the jokes are so fucking good and they're it's, constant. It's so hilarious. But oh, the story man. is also so good. Exactly. And like to keep that ongoing narrative too. It's so crazy. Yeah. Like I yeah. watch every new episode <laughs> of that show as soon yeah. as I possibly can. Oh, no. It's so yeah. great. Same great um, And then like I'm I'm kind of a weeb, so okay. I watch a bunch of anime too. So anime you've been watching. Yeah. Um. Right now I'm watching this uh show called Guilty Crown. Guilty crime. Yeah, Actually, I guess I've heard of that, but I haven't seen it. Giant robots, giant you know, robots. future, future, Can't go wrong with future giant Japan, robots. giant robots. Yeah. It's my jam. Nice. Um, but yeah, and then there's like, um, I mean, some of my favorite animes, like, um, oh gosh, like I love, really love Seven Deadly Sins that came yeah, out on seven, Netflix. That yeah, was really good. Um, obviously, I grew up on things like Cowboy Bebop and yeah. Yasha and um, and a lot uh, of people I feel like forgot about Cowboy Bebop. I know, dude. Cowboy Bebop's so good. You go like, oh yeah, I'm in anime. Like, you ever watch Cowboy Bebop? It's like, no, what's that? I'm dude, like, what? The soundtrack yeah. to Cowboy Bebop is yeah. so amazing. Yeah, it's so good. And then um, it inspired that girl to study on YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it's. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh my god, the yeah. lo-fi, the lo-fi chick. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> I just love the memes with that. It's like, dude, you've hilarious. been studying for. It's like her parents, like you've been studying for two years, and you still. Have... <laughs> there was one that yeah. said like, um, this girl's been studying for two years. She yeah. failed the test. Stop, <laughs> yeah. stop watching stop her. Watching. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, or there was one that said, how is this cat not dead yet? Yeah. <laughs> she never feeds this cat. Yeah. I've had this feed oh. open for a year and a half and she hasn't yeah. fed the cat yet. <laughs> oh. oh, God. Yeah, man. But yeah, I, I love anime. Um, I, I do commit kind of a cardinal sin when it comes to like true like weeby weebs. What, you watch dubs? Yeah, yeah. I watch dubs. Man. I feel like, I don't know why there's such a story. It's like, it's the same. Whenever I, I meet people who are like yeah. really into stuff like that, yeah. it's like they're like, you can't watch subs, and I'm like, not really. I find because I'm a slow reader. <laughs> yeah. I'm a slow yeah, it's reader. Already done. Like, oh no, like, I know. What I'm, like, I'm like, bring it why, back. Why are they fighting? <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. It you gotta, you gotta pause. <laughs> I just pause every scene. I'm like, yeah, yeah. It's like one of those flip books. It becomes like a Japanese flip book for you. You're like, this is so complicated. That's so funny. And then like, um, I don't know. So yeah, whenever something like new comes out or yeah. I find something new yeah. and I've really like I love that Netflix and specifically Hulu has gotten really into the oh, yeah. anime they picked oh, yeah, up so lot. much good yeah, anime like, I know like, I watch like My Hero Academia yeah I've heard nothing but good things about My Hero it's, it's a good one I really want to watch it I'm also a big fan of those like anime movies you ever like uh, I forget like let's see like you ever seen Summer Wars no no it's good it's like you ever it's really it was made by the same guy that made you ever watched the Digimon movie? Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, it's made yeah. by that so it's almost like it's pretty similar to the Dioboromon. Okay. Like so where they had to like stop an internet like monster from yeah. destroying it. But, yeah, That's dope. It's pretty cool. That's dope. And then there's uh there was like Your Name. That that was a pretty good Jap- yeah. anime movie. Have you heard about that? No. No? Oh, okay. No. It's this uh anyway, I just I would just recommend but it's like this it's some. It's like a Freaky Friday kind of situation yeah. where this boy and this girl end up switching bodies. Oh, dope! And, it's kind of, and then they, but it's, it's like uh, it happens like periodically. Yeah. So they have to like they take notes of like uh-huh. what happened when the other people, when yeah. the other person was in that. So have you watched yeah. the sh- Have you watched the movie Parasite? No, but I heard I should the, the Korean movie. Right? I've heard it's really good. Yeah. But I had just watched an anime called Parasite. And what is the like, anime called Parasite? Yeah, but not I related. I don't right? think they're related okay. at all. The yeah. anime Parasite is crazy. Okay. But one of my favorite animes is like Sword Art Online. That's Sword like probably Online. like yeah. that's probably my top of the line right now. It's just like, again, it's a character thing. Like I just yeah. fall in love with the characters, and I love the way anime characters are written. They're so unapologetic. Like I feel yes. like in American writing, we're so worried about like feeling cheesy or feeling corny but yeah this is the beauty of anime is they can write a, a drama that has humor in it yeah. and like the characters are very unapologetically dramatic and yeah. very serious about what they're doing and it's like yeah you can take a you can like from the outside looking in you can watch an anime and be like this is corny as shit mm-hmm. but or you can just like cut away your inhibitions and just be like okay with the fact that yeah people are passionate about something like yeah. and watch something that's dramatic it's like you don't watch the movie fury about world war ii and they're yeah. like these guys are being pretty corny about how much they love Holy this tank yeah. it's like fuck you bro yeah <laughs> they lived yeah. in the tank they lived in the tank yeah they lived in that giant robot yeah exactly funny. sword arts yeah. about like them like being stuck in a video game where they can actually die it's like yeah, yeah they're passionate yeah, yeah. they're serious yeah. they feel serious about it it's like People who, like, make the excuses about, like, why they, like, don't like anime because it's, like, too corny and shit like that. It's yeah. Like, Go fuck yourself, man. Yeah, exactly. Like, what, 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 <laughs> what media do you consume? Yeah, exactly. Of, like, what, what, what are you watching? What kind of, what kind of media isn't corny? Yeah, in, what'd like, you just sense? watch? Big Brother? Yeah. Oh. I'm in, I'm in for the real stuff. Yeah. Survivor. Bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> Celebrity Survivor. That's <laughs> yeah. my shit. That's, 
Yeah, I'm not in for that corny shit. <laughs> the most um, recent, I was yeah. I was listening to um, what's the what's the lead singer from uh, Sugar Ray? His what's his uh, name? Jeez, I don't know. I was listening to him on okay. a podcast okay. the other day, and he was talking about he was look. on Celebrity um, Big Brother. Okay. And he was in the house with Chuck Liddell. <laughs> and I just couldn't help but like think about how funny... Mark McGrath. Mark McGrath. Okay. I couldn't help but think about how funny it would be to just have like watch a show with Mark McGrath and Chuck Liddell like stuck in a house with yeah. no phones or no books. <laughs> they just well, have to like interact with each other. I, I guess we're here now. <laughs> well, I remember... <laughs> yeah, I remember like... Um, you ever watch Friends? They, Love Friends. Yeah. I'm pretty, was, no, was it Chuck? No, they had like Tank Abbott. Yeah. And, and, yeah, I remember and that. Friends, I was like, how the fuck did they get that? Yeah, Abbott dude. Yeah. It's so funny now that um, like mixed martial arts have become so like in the meta yeah. that like where you now you can go back and like just see like some of the most famous mixed martial artists like yeah. in the weirdest places yeah. like Friends. Dude, Joe like Rogan that. was in a sitcom. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Fucking yeah. um um news, news radio. radio. Yeah. News radio, yeah. bro. That and you hear him talk about it all the time, and yeah. the way they shot that was fucking insane. But, but yeah, it's just it's crazy to see how how like like media involves so many different other areas of what people enjoy. Yeah, and then like twenty years later, you'll find out about it, and you're just like, oh shit, oh shit, look at that. Yeah, it's crazy, dude. Drake started out in Degrassi, dude, as a kid in a wheelchair. Dude. I had zero respect for Drake and Degrassi. Oh, oh for sure. I, I thought he was such a dork. And then, like, yeah. for the first year of his career, I couldn't unsee yeah, his Degrassi you see career. Yeah, you see him as that guy. I just expected him yeah. to roll out on the wheelchair. <laughs> After getting yeah. shot, I was like... Reunion tour. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> dude. <laughs> dude, if... I heard he they did have a Degrassi reunion, and he went to it, and he was super nice. He was a great guy about it. Nice. I saw, dude, my cousin. You ever? Oh, you remember the show Drake and Josh? Yeah. You know Drake actually does concert. Not not you know Drake the rapper, mm-hmm. but Drake from Drake and Josh. Drake Bell, yeah. He's a, yeah. Drake Bell is like uh, my cousin was at his concert. Really? Yeah. That's and he so was funny. like saying, and then he forgot the lyrics to his own song. Oh, so shit. my cousin's like holding the phone. <laughs> he was like, he wasn't just like you never take time I'm, I'm pretty sure that was the song he was Dude, singing. Dude, you gotta play. Sing. I'm sorry, but if you're <laughs> yeah. Drake Bell and you're doing shows, yeah. we're the people who are going to see you. Yeah, you man. gotta play that song. You gotta song. play the hits, man. Yeah. Well, I guess the one hit. And you gotta whatever. play the yeah. Blues Brothers song that they also did in the show. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm a big fan of Josh Pex. He's okay. um, he's a YouTuber now. Oh, he is now? Yeah. Okay. Got a big YouTube page. He's good friends with like uh, these people called the Vlog Squad, like okay. David Dobrik ah, and David all those David. guys, like his crew. That Josh Peck is in their group because okay. David was just like a huge fan of Drake and Josh, so he just <laughs> made Josh start a YouTube channel. I He's guess not a fan of Drake and Josh <laughs> <laughs> for real yeah. though. Um, so like, yeah, and he's killing it comedically. He's so funny. Yeah, still like so. If you're a big fan of Drake and Josh and you uh, need some of that content, just go look up uh, Josh Peck <laughs> yeah, on YouTube. Josh He's skinny Peck now. He's hella skinny now. Yes. Uh, okay. Well. So we gotta wrap this up quickly, but cool, what's cool. uh what's coming up? Anything coming up for you, yeah. dude? Um, we have the second roast show coming up. Oh on, yeah, on the sixteenth of February cool. at Flying Boots in Ravenna. I'm so fucking amped about that. Mm-hmm. Um, when is this coming out? Uh, this coming out later today. Oh, yeah. cool. 
I'm gonna tell you guys what the um, lineup for the uh, for the second um, um, show is gonna be. I'm gonna tell you guys that right now. Let me pull it up really quick. Um, this is a little sneak preview because we haven't dropped any information about it yet at all. So I'm Man. gonna. This breaking a, news here yeah a pancreation philosophy exclusive, exclusive. <laughs> yeah um you know what's actually so crazy is i um is um before i came on here i just like i wasn't i had no real idea of like because it's pancreation philosophy first of all i had to yeah. look up the word what pancreation. the hell is pancreation i was like what yeah. the fuck is pancreation? that's the first thing people usually ask me yo yeah. that's so cool well mm-hmm. like did you know like uh of that word and like that history before yeah, you made it yeah that's how i um that because my, my the first mma gym well the only mma gym i ever trained at is yeah. called amc pancreation and that's I, so I was cool. like what the hell's pancreation is this yeah yeah it's like, the background it, of that is so cool it's like i it, i thought mixed martial arts was a much more like uh like recent development yeah. and it's like pink like pancreation is mixed martial arts yes. and it's been happening forever exactly it was greek it was the greek sport of boxing and wrestling essentially yeah. combined that's so that cool they did in you know two like four thousand years ago yeah so, when i looked yeah. that up i was like Oh shit! But yeah. Cholo goes fucking deep, bro. I was like, <laughs> the, "Oh damn!" The philosophy is shit, dude. That's yeah. so cool. Like, I I love that idea, and I love. I wish we could have talked more about uh, your mixed martial arts because I'm so interested. No in problem, that. man. We'll we'll do a next episode with Pori here. Definitely, absolutely. <laughs> so here's the lineup for uh, February 16th um, at Flying Boots in Ravenna. The uh, roast is going to feature Stephanie Nam, Jack Slattery, oh, Jack. Richie Armani. Gus Harper, Laura Lyons, Helen Wildey, Malin Stanton, and Abraham Tadasa. Oh, I'm so fucking excited for this group. Like, our first group was so sick, and we figured, like, like those are going to be the best comics we're ever going to have on this. Because <laughs> that was our idea yeah. for the first booking, was just, like, get the best comics we possibly can on this fucking roast and just blow it out. And we did, and it was fantastic. And then more awesome comics just <laughs> said they would be on the second show and I'm just like so excited and I just like I've been talking to other comics but I'm so excited to see people like Stephanie Nam roast and Abraham and Jack and just Gus and yeah. everyone's gonna be so fun like these are comics that I haven't gotten to get like there are a couple names on there like Richie that I know pretty well and things yeah. like that Malin the winner from last week or last uh, show fantastic but there's some names on here that I cannot wait to see tear some people a fucking new asshole i'm so psyched yeah so there's that and then um just um some friends shows that i've been doing um like um late night at the palace with jim weber he's doing a really cool show that involves drag queens you should check that out oh, um, is that is that saturdays yeah yeah saturdays it's yeah. the third saturday every every month so okay. and it's cool because it's the saturday and then that the next day is our roast so oh, okay it's the 16th or the 15th and then the 16th of Got the it. two shows cool so yeah february 16th roast roast at ravenna flying yep. boots uh 7 30 start or? yeah 7 30 yeah yeah check that out and i guess uh might as well pump up your social media I hell know yeah you, dude thank you so you're on instagram instagram dane tells jokes nice um and then um my yeah, that's my Instagram. You can find me on YouTube, just Dane Drumhiller, D-A-I-N-D-R-U-M-H-I-L-L-E-R. I post a bunch of different stuff on there. I'm just kind of like throwing, I'm throwing stuff at the wall and <laughs> yeah. seeing what sticks with like the my YouTube content. But we have some cool stuff like uh, show reviews on there. We've got um, um, my my podcast with Pori is on his um, 
his uh, channel. His, but what's Pori's channel? Um, Pori's channel, I believe, is just his name. Oh, just Pori Brown. Yeah, if P-O-R-Y. you look at Ry. But the name of our podcast over there is called um, "Life Lemons and the Pursuit of Happiness." Yeah, that's right. Um, oh, Jesus. So, <laughs> it was so yeah. funny how we came yeah. up with that name because we were like yeah. thinking about a name, but like yeah. me and Pori have gone through this in the past where we like, we've like made bands together yeah. and we've spent so much time on the name and not enough time on the actual product. Yeah. So we were trying to come up with a name. Awesome name. We were yeah. trying to come up with a name for this podcast and Pori was just like it's called Life Lemons and the Pursuit of Happiness let's go let's record yeah. it right now yeah. and so we did and that's how it got started and then like so if you guys take a look at those if you want to see more of me and Pori talking shit about the comedy scene basically nice is basically what it comes yeah. out to be um, yeah. just yeah. let us know in a comment or hit us up on our social medias I'm Dane Drumhiller on Facebook you can hit me up there anytime um, and uh, I promote my shows, all the shows that I do on all of those social medias, um, relentlessly and uh, absolutely shamelessly. So if you want to come out to my show, just pay attention to maybe my Instagram story, and you'll see uh, when my next one is. I think I let's see. I think Pori changed it to Rifiniski Prom. Oh, Rifinski Prom. Rifinski yeah. Prom. So, is that like an inside joke? No, that's his real first name. Oh, that's his real first name. Rifinski. Yeah, that's Rifinsky. his. Uh, that's his uh, family given name. Pori is his middle name. His, his full middle name is Rafinski Pori Prom. He's gonna Rafinsky fucking Pori. hate me for saying this. I know for just like outing him like that. But, but he don't puts worry. his name everywhere, so it's yeah. Just like, I was like, I was like, who the hell is who the hell is Rafinski? Yeah, but uh, okay. So. Rafinski Prom is his uh, is his, um, his YouTube. Yeah, is his YouTube. Cool. And uh, yeah, so go check out our uh, our podcast there and tell us that you want more, so I can find an excuse to go do more of that. Sounds good. And then uh, yeah. Cool. That's been Dane Drumheller. Cool, man. Thanks, guys. No problem. Bye, everybody. Bye.